Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 78 of the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast, featuring the Sovereign Soundboard. As always, you can find us on most platforms streaming podcasts, including Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, and iHeartRadio, among others. If you're listening on iTunes, leave us a review. Links to all the platforms are available at ykwrestling.com. Also at ykwrestling.com, NWO inspired Black Lives Matter shirts. Oh, my hair is in the way. Oh, let me get my other bit of hair out of the way. Here we go. Yeah, right there. It's, it's available at ykwrestling.com uh, in classic and breast cancer styles. So RN, just go over to that link tree at ykwrestling.com and you hit that what a maneuver link, brother. And the proceeds from these shirts are deposited into a fund supporting black people. I got, it's Black History Month. I got to get Black History now. Month. And if that's it. if that's too hard for you, you can go to my pin tweet and do the same shit. Oh yeah, it's pinned on his right there on Twitter. Yeah, it's, it's pinned, pinned on his shit at Matt Ritter on Twitter, or it's not pinned on our Twitter, but I should do that. But I got I got <laughs> I got interview pinned on our Twitter instead. But same thing. Uh, I am the Thespian TC Fontaine, joined by the Nature Boy Reek Flair, <laughs> Reek Havoc <laughs> in the building. Uh, and we got we got a pair of guests, you know, the the they basically come on here whenever they want to, whenever whenever Reek reach out to them and they say hell yeah I'm going because YK wrestling is the place to be. Uh, we got the warden, the head head white boy in charge. I forgot it. <laughs> uh, I almost said the original thing, and that's not right. Uh, <laughs> Matt Ritter from the Smacking It Raw podcast, the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. They are back on Pornhub, uh, and we got RN two weeks in a row. So we yes, had sir. to, you know, we had to replace one chubby light skinned dude with another one. I'm here for <laughs> shit. I'm here, man. I was ready for us to be the hurt business this week, but we got to be fucking a nation of domination with Blackheart down there. So we got Owen Hart right here. We got Owen Hart with us. <laughs> I guess by default, I'll be Mark Henry. I mean, I'll be Owen. I'll be Chains. I'll be any white boy that ran through the nation, whatever you need me to be. Oh, yeah. I forgot about uh, Wolfie D and them, too, right? I forgot about them. We don't no, rec- no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not doing that Wolfie D shit. No, no. We don't no. recognize that first uh, iteration of the nation at all. <laughs> don't yeah uh hey if you follow us on twitter man join us in our conversation using the hashtag yk wrestling uh i got some thoughts on social media i'm gonna save them for the end of the episode because i want to just get straight into it uh we are here uh on the the final pay-per-view of the wwe network era uh, shout out to all my fellow day one subscribers uh, we are here for Elimination Chamber, but before we get into that review, I want to take a moment to honor the WWE Network as it will no longer exist to us in the United States. Uh, it's been here since February 2014, and the only people that got access to it now are people overseas. So low-key, I just want to you know, probably get a VPN, but Peacock is cheaper. It is cheaper <laughs> if you want commercials. 
I don't want commercial, so I'm going to keep paying my $9.99. Right. But uh, uh, I just want to take a moment, man. Let's honor the WWE Network for being there for us the last seven years. I love how RN and TC are singing their hearts out and you just can't contain yourself, Reek. You just Oh. Cause you never you never know. I, I, I love the soundboard when he got control of it. Cause you never know what the hell he's gonna pull out of that shit. <clears throat> I didn't when did this shit switch over? Because Vince, I didn't even know it switched over. I thought you had to just go uh like I thought it was just gonna be done and then you had to apply to or download whatever month. peacock. Like when's like, it like uh sometime next month. sometime next month they haven't yeah. said anything. So I, I expect I expect at least in the next this upcoming week we get some yeah. sort of correspondence on it. Yeah, because I'm just trying to, you know, I don't want to I'm holding off. I got wanna log in and be like, oh, you gotta you gotta redo this, that, and the third. Like, nah, I wanna right. keep my list <clears throat> intact. You know, don't 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 screw me up. You know what I'm saying? I might have to finish up my list. I gotta finish up my list for it's gone, and I might not be able to find anything on it. Oh, see, see. Yeah, we gotta hurry <laughs> up for our uh, next episode of Return to Wrestling, just in case all that WCW shit takes a little while to get there. So, yeah, I hope I hope they smart and just got most of the stuff over there already, because I know they do got some stuff. I seen a commercial, and they said yeah, they a got, lot of their stuff is on there already. Yeah, they are. They already have. They had as soon as it launched, they had some stuff on there, like. I haven't looked to see like what all's on there. They, they definitely got the documentaries have. and all that right now. That yeah, I know yeah. But hopefully, uh, I think I think my uh, my 2001 uh, into 2002 rewatch will be done. And I, I totally for totally forgot to get into that. We can get into that later. But uh, yeah, I think my my 2001 2002 rewatch is supposed to be done before they transition. So I'm hoping. That doesn't get caught in the crossfire. But anyway, uh, RIP WWE Network, uh, last pay-per-view of that era, Elimination Chamber. Uh, and it started off with some negativity, man. We're just going to get right into it. Uh, the first match, Daniel Bryan wins the SmackDown Elimination Chamber. Uh, gets the Universal Championship shot a little bit sooner than he probably thought he was going to get it. But let's, let's go ahead and run it down. I'm going to give it an A plus just because we got Daniel Bryan versus Cesaro to kick it off. And then we got it about like two more times in the match. Uh, shout out to King Corbin for wrecking shit for about 10 minutes. I enjoyed it. I'm a big Corbin fan. Uh, I did not like him being the first elimination. However, I, I, it made me sad a little bit, man. We got Cesaro doing pull-ups in the chamber. That was pretty cool. Uh, I, I really enjoyed that door spot with Kevin Owens and Jay Uso. I, I think uh, Cesaro getting eliminated is set off Twitter because a lot of folks was mad. You know how people get around here. Uh, Jessica Carr hates independent filmmakers. And as an independent filmmaker, I did not appreciate her kicking those harmless independent filmmakers from ringside. They didn't do anything. They were just doing their job that they were hired to by one of the competitors in the match. They weren't going to hurt anybody. They, they, they're carrying very expensive equipment, man. 
So what was they going to do? You thought they was going to get involved in a the match? They don't got time for that. They, they got jobs to do, man. Hey, she, she's a referee. She got a job. She got a job to do, too. RN is frozen. I don't know where he went. I was just going to tell the same way and just keep talking. <laughs> just I was trying to. I thought he was. I thought it was going to be back by now. I was just going to. I was going to let you go, and then I was going to pick up right behind you. And be like, you know what? It's a B plus for me. Here's why it's a B plus. You know, I love the Sammy spot where they had the door, and Corbin's trying to get in the door, and then they open the one behind him, and Cesaro just walks in there and starts wrecking him. That was fun for yeah. me. Uh, the only reason I say it's a B plus is I knew what was going to happen. Like I knew that whoever won was going to lose to Roman right away. And that really kind of took the fun out of the match for me a little bit. Like I knew there were no consequences. Like you're going to, you're going to win and then you're going to lose to Roman. And that, that's that. So that's why I went with the B plus. Cause I kind of thought Jay Uso was, was just there. I'm not going to lie to you. My wife said the same thing. She thought, she thought Jay was too. And I was like, what are we going to get a finger poke of doom? Roman's just going to come out. Yeah. And- yeah, that's what I thought. Like, but I, I like the way it played out, though. Uh, Daniel Bryan had no time to recover at all. But uh, Reek, what'd you what'd you get a match? I'm I'm gonna give it an A. Um, it, it did better than I expected it to. I really, truthfully, um, that the storytelling that they did between Jay and Kevin, like now, I most definitely want to see them at Mania. Yeah, like they Kevin spent so much time feuding with Roman it's like we didn't get to see the full extent of what him and Jay can do and I think if they get the platform and the time they could put on something dope plus we know Kevin wants to jump off that damn ship so I mean if you give them a big match with a stipulation added to it that could be something that could steal whatever night that they're going on but you know as we figured you know Roman comes out right after the match I kind of was hoping that they would drag it a little bit you know maybe give him some time and make it an actual match. But I figured, you know, knowing Roman, he want to be petty. He's going to show up anyway. And exactly. that, that's how it goes down. And then, of course, Edge at the end to make clear what I mean, we already we, knew was coming. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. <clears throat> All right. You, you unfrozen. Yeah, I give it a, I give it an A, too. I mean, it pretty much was everything I expected. I mean, I knew Daniel Bryan was going to win. I didn't think it'd be a fucking, what, minute and a half match. But, uh, yeah, no, I, it was everything I thought it was going to be. Oh, my God, are you kidding me? What? You're here. Oh. And now he's gone. It's a damn shame, man. Oh, he's back. We lied. He's back. Oh, yeah. I don't know what this shit is doing, Don't you love technology, man? Uh, man, listen, uh, I, I'm going to... Just because I'm that type of person, I'm going to give Roman versus Daniel Bryan a grade. And I'm just going to give it a passing grade. You remember in college when, like, you didn't actually get an A or nothing, but they just gave you a passing right. grade. And it's just like, just take it over. <laughs> just take the class over again. But she, This class is going to get Brian, taken over again at some point down the line. We already know that. Yeah, I didn't think Daniel Bryan was even going to get that much offense. And to be honest, I thought he was about to just come in and just get the shit beat out of him. And that'd be it. Like. I'm surprised they even let him get the uh, the yes lock off and all of that. So I mean, like, but eventually, here's what it is. He got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. Hey, shout out to Adrian Broner too. Good comeback last night. Orange is frozen again. People still, I, don't, I didn't know people were still watching him, but uh, yeah, don't, on pay per view, no less. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to give that a passing grade, man. We're getting Edge and Roman at Mania. 
which I think is the the right story to tell, man. Right. Like, it, you know, and it's 2011 again. Like the, the the same guys that that was that was champions in 2011 are on the path to going to WrestleMania right now. I kind of like. Oh, we got oh, two RAs. We got twins. Oh, that's lit. That's lit. I don't know what the fuck. I hope it stays like this the rest of the show. I wish that, I that picture know. was a little clearer because that could be a meme. I could do something with that. A frozen <laughs> RM. I could do something with that. Ah. Right. So, I'm with you. I'm gonna give it a pass. Uh I like that Daniel slipped the spear and went right into the S lock and then got beat, as I said on Twitter, like he snitched to Roman's wife about a side piece. Like Roman <laughs> just started whooping that man. I love the, it. the infinity gloves. Mm-hmm. So, no, it was good shit. And then, like you said, we all knew it was going to be Edge and Roman. I personally would have liked to see Edge go to NXT. That's just me. I felt like he felt a little more comfortable and a little more passionate down there. But we got a month to build. So I'm sure now that he's in this feud with Roman, he knows what he's doing. We're going to get that edge out of him. So we'll see. Yeah, most definitely. For sure, whatever, for whatever, sure, grade, whatever grade a 70 is, I'll get that. Because, I mean, like, let's, a D? let's that, Yeah, sure. It's, that that that'll work just fine because <laughs> I, I did like that element, you know, where it's like, okay, you gave you suspended disbelief for like a half second. <laughs> you suspended was, disbelief for like a half second where he locked the yes lock in, and it's like, okay, you you gave us a moment, but then that's it. Choke that motherfucker out and move on. That was the perfect frozen RN, and I was definitely gonna take a picture of that and put that up on Twitter as when your internet goes out. All the right when your internet goes out. This close to screenshotting it, and I was just like. I didn't think it was memeable. So unfortunately, unfortunately, now, if he doesn't come back, we're not going to hear how the three of us enjoyed the end of the pay-per-view and how much he hated it, because he's going to be the one person, the one hater that we had. Oh, yeah. Well, uh, there's enough hating to go around. Mr. Oh, Ritter. there is. Yeah. Upset. Our next matchup here, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> perfect segue. Uh, so uh, earlier in the evening, uh, on the pre-show, there was a fatal four-way match. I don't remember who it was between. Uh, it was John Morrison, John Morrison, Elias, Mustafa Ali, and I don't remember the other person. Who was it? Ricochet? Yeah, uh, the only baby face. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, yeah. So uh, that was a number one contenders match, kind of number one contenders match uh, to to see who was going to replace Keith Lee in the U.S. title triple threat. Uh, I don't know what's wrong with Keith Lee. It said it's an injury. I don't know if it's kayfabe or if it's legit. Hopefully he's not sick because I know Mia Yim had the vid a few weeks ago. They still got her listed out with the vid, and I don't think you had a vid that long, especially she was out in public the other day rocking her ring, driving her Tesla. Yeah, you, she was driving a Tesla. So I, I think they get paid pretty well over there at WWE. Big diamond rings and Teslas mm -hmm. for, for people on NAC contracts. Pretty dope. <laughs> Pretty dope. But uh, in this match, uh, Mr. Ritter, <laughs> your I have, boy. I, you know, uh, I, have a, I have a request. It's, it's too late now, but you got to put that Matt Riddle, the, the, the bro, on the soundboard. It would have been perfect for this moment. But uh, yeah. Do you guys want to give your grades first and let me go last? Or you want me to go first? Yeah, let me, let me, uh, Reed, give, give you grades first, Reed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm gonna be a complete troll and I'm gonna get as an A plus. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I I like I like the dynamic. I like to see John Morrison just by himself for once, because people kind of forget the talent that he is when you have him sitting on you know right up 
tied at Miss's hip on some bullshit segments on the opening Raw every week. So I like that we got to showcase him again. Uh, him and Riddle put on something good together. And at the end of the day, I, I bumped the grade up, not in, in all seriousness, because Lashley still is the most protected guy on the roster, hands down. And it, it doesn't even feel like he lost this match. It kind of feels like Riddle, Riddle just got away with the belt at the end of the day, because he trashed both of them. And a momentary second where he just got him out of the ring, hit him with that crutch, where he pulled that move off on Morris and he got away with it. So it's like, I, I like that you you kept it that way and Lashley still looks strong throughout the rest of the night. And, you know, eventually we were going to move the title off of Lashley, so why not? I'll tell you but why I'm not. But I'm scrolling when and I get When TC's done, I'll tell you why not. All right, uh, I'm gonna give my I'm gonna give my piece. Uh, I'm not gonna troll like Reek. I'm gonna actually give a grade for what I thought the match deserved. It deserved to see. wasn't really nothing that blew me away. Uh, since Malik not here, I'm gonna say it. Home team, Matt Riddle for the home team, Las Vegas uh, came out there dressed like Evil Knievel. Uh, MV, you remember you remember when Biggie? Uh, I don't know if y'all remember because we was kind of young, but Biggie got into a car crash like a few months before he died. And after that car crash, she had to start walking with a cane. That's what MVP reminded me of. Like when Biggie had the cane, MVP had the crutch. Y'all remember that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, I had a question, but I think that question uh, was answered at the end of our pay-per-view. Uh, but I will ask that uh, momentarily. But I'm just going to pass it over uh, to my guy, Mr. Ritter. Bruh. I'm not even playing when I say this. Yes. F minus. <laughs> F minus. So here's the deal. Let's just say that the original plan was to put the belt on Keith Lee. I think we all can agree that either here or at the next pay-per-view, the plan was to put that belt on Keith Lee. That's probably where they were going. Riddle did not belong in this match. He has already lost to Bobby Lashley twice had no reason for this to be a triple threat match from the get-go other than to protect Bobby Lashley, which I was fine with as long as he took the loss. So if the goal was to get the title on Keith Lee and you've got a number one contenders match for the last spot with three heels in it, why not put the belt on one of the fucking heels and let Keith Lee take it off him? Why put it on Matt Riddle? This man has zero value as U.S. champion. You might as well take that belt and a lundra blaze the shit on WCW and drop it in the trash. That is blasphemous. All they they are going to do is have him walk around. He's not going to put on the matches that we saw in NXT because they don't do that on the main roster. So all he's going to walk around with that belt and do is be a giant 420 joke until they get the belt off him. And I don't need that shit. I really don't. So put the belt on Ali. Let Ali be the heel that Keith Lee beats to get that title. I will counter that simply by saying we know what Matt Riddle's ceiling is going to be at the end of the day. He's not going to be more than a mid-card guy. Even though Vince is clearly high on him, he's not going to be more than a mid-card guy. So if he's going to if he's going to remain in there, why not put him in that position where at least he'll get plenty of burn with the rest of the guys in the mid-card scene because as, as nice as it was to have the title on Lashley, it wasn't really getting much attention. Like, he had, what, 
maybe the last two or three weeks was defending the title, but before that was like, who the hell knows when? So at least here, it could potentially get spotlighted a little bit more. If you're going to do someone Matt Riddle, you put them in that Hardy Bros tag team and let them do some shit in the tag division, or you put them in the 24-7 division where he can be a stoner and fun and happy and get some wins and maybe do some cool shit backstage with his moveset and let him be entertaining that way because they're not going to let him be entertaining outside of being a giant stoner joke in his promos or anything else. He's he's not going to be the Matt Riddle that we had in NXT. We're not getting Smoke that weed every day. This is who we have. He's going to yeah. be a joke. So if the, if the goal is to get the title on Keith Lee, if that's where you're going to run it, like I said, put that belt on Ali, let Ali have a short run for a month and then put it on Keith Lee at Fastlane or even run it into Mania and have Retribution just run rough shot on Keith Lee leading up to WrestleMania where he takes it off Ali after running through Retribution. Way better than this weird buddy cop movie we're going to get between Stoner, Keith, uh, uh, Matt Riddle, and fucking Keith Lee where they're buddies and they're going to fight and they're still going to be friends when it's done and over with. I, I'm not for that shit. It's a waste of time. F minus. <laughs> F minus. Terrible idea. Well then, man. Oh, uh, man. Tell us how you feel, Mr. Ritter. Uh, at some point on this on this show, I don't remember if it was after this match or after the match before it, uh, Bad Bunny slapped the Miz right in his face. And so I, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've enjoyed seeing Bad Bunny uh, show up. I think he's been there every single week since the Rumble. Is, it, is that right? Yep. Yeah. He was, just in, he was just in New York last night uh, for SNL, performed with the 24-7 title. And listen, <clears throat> I'm, I'm going to say my piece real quick and I'm going to move on. Uh, Saturday Night Live, NBC. If y'all waste my time like that again, I sat through your fucking show. I ain't, I ain't watched the whole thing, but I heard somebody was just like, I'm waiting for truth to show up. So I was like, oh shit, SNL is on. So I watched like the last 45 minutes. Oh my God, that shit is fucking terrible, bro. That shit is bad. That's some that's that's some bad television, man. I just thought I watched Monday Night Raw every week, and that was that's that was bad, bro. I thought you literally just meant like, don't waste my time and making me think our truth is going to show up we're going to get some shit and that didn't happen i didn't know you meant like they wasted my time because our truth did not show up and i i specifically watched thinking he would show up i wouldn't have wasted my time watching just this painfully unfunny television show that has been on air for almost 50 years and then so on in, in vegas i didn't know this apparently but in vegas they show like retro episodes of snl after the, the live airing because you know we on the west coast we got a whole bunch of time left so they, they got about an hour and some change to kill before the news comes on so they showed an old episode of snl from 2000 uh britney spears hosted it and bro that shit was so fucking funny compared to the shit i was watching it was just <laughs> so bad that's my that's my rant for today. SNL, you got oh, some terrible man. TV. I watch SNL like once every couple of years when Dave Chappelle hosts, Eddie Murphy hosted. I watched it. Those was, was the only episodes of SNL I, I've seen in a very long time. My my understanding is that uh, the deal that WWE has with NBC and USA is they just cycle WWE writers out and send them to SNL. 
So you just get bad, bad creative to bad creative. And then when they're done at SNL, they go back to WWE. It's just like a never ending cycle of shitty writing. Probably oh, shit. Next up, man, I'm, I'm done ranting. I'm done ranting. Uh, and I'll, yeah, so you remember RN froze and it was two of him. And so I, I booted the other one out and I guess it won't allow him to come back in anymore. So he, <laughs> he won't be showing back up, unfortunately. <laughs> so my apologies to RN. Uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do it intentionally and I don't know really how to get you back in here. Sorry, bro. Try and send him, a, send him a, another invite. See if uh, another invite will get him in. I will. I will try that. I brought two guests. Yes, thank you, Reed. Or it just would have been us out here. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, you couldn't. You couldn't have had Vince on because Vince, my co-host, <laughs> got his ass banned from Young Kings Wrestling for the rest oh. of Black History Month. Yes. Oh, good lord! You, you you come on here and you talk bad about the Great White. That's what happens. And then and then and then I, I was listening this week. Goes on his own show and still disrespecting this fan. I don't understand. I don't get it. Bulls fans, bro. And Seamus, Seamus was looking good tonight, man. Oh yeah, he was. Yeah, he had he had this. Mo- I I was really thinking like, damn, they might actually put their belt on him for like a minute or have him drag this thing out with, with Drew into Mania. Like, listen, he he heard Vince talking. He heard Vince talking. This is about to be the best year of Seamus we ever seen. Watch. I literally thought we might get Seamus coming straight out of the. Well, we're not there yet. I'll, I'll wait. I'll save it. I'm sorry. I'm, right, I'm jumping yeah. ahead. Let me shut up. All right. Uh, let, let's, go to match. <laughs> uh, let's go to the next match, man. Uh, for the women's tag team championships, uh, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax defeat boss Sasha Banks. Hey, check out that Broken Skull Sessions. I, I was watching that before we got on here. It was pretty good. Uh, and Bianca Belair uh, for the women's tag titles. Uh, I'm gonna just go right into it. This was all right. I'm first off, I'm a big fan of all four of these women. This is probably the worst match I've seen each of them work the whole time they've been on the roster. This was just a very just bad work match. It, it was it was a weird pace. It just looked like they didn't want to be there. I don't know what, what was going on. Uh the, the Reginald stuff, the, the side nigga Reggie stuff. We we didn't we didn't need to extend that into Friday again. Like you could have wrapped that up here. You could have did whatever you plan on doing on Friday to build a main or whatever the hell you plan on doing at some point. You probably could have just did it here. Uh, however, I did see someone say on Twitter they they think this is going in a similar direction of uh, the the Trish Jericho and Christian thing from WrestleMania twenty where. Reggie cost maybe Bianca, I mean, uh, cost Sasha the belt and, and this team go Bianca. I don't see it, but I don't know. Maybe it's something they haven't gotten to yet in the story. I don't know, but whatever. If you want to absolutely fucking ruin this build for Bianca Belair and her first big match at Mania and possible big win, do that. Yeah. Have, have Reggie be involved in the entire feud and have him make Bianca be the winner and then pair Bianca with him. That's how you ruin it for her in her first big feud going into WrestleMania. Don't do that shit. Get Reggie out of there. Like, unless you got something going into fast lane that involves Carmella where it's some kind of master plan, okay, fine. But you really need to get them out of there and start focusing on Sasha Bianca if that's where you're going. If you're not going to go Bianca Asuka, which it clearly doesn't seem like they are, then fucking focus. Now, I agree with you. This match... 
was probably one of the worst matches I've seen them all work. I'm giving it a C plus and I am only giving it a C plus because I think the right winners won only because I would have been extremely upset if we got what we got on Wednesday and that stare down and all that shit. And then we never got the now Raquel Gonzalez, Dakota Kai versus Shayna Nia match, because then what the fuck was the point of all of that shit on Wednesday? If you're just going to pivot over to Sasha Bianca. So the fact that they kept the belts on him and we're going to get that on March 3rd. I'm good with that. It wouldn't have been the first time. You remember when Sasha and Bailey first won the belts and they went down to NXT like, yeah, we plan on defending the belts here. And then they lost the belts in their first defense. And so they Mm -hmm. never went down to NXT until a whole year later. And that would have pissed me off. So don't do that shit. Do not do that shit. I agree. Read. That's the same. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm giving it a C. And I, I, I agree. Um, I did want to see Bianca and Sasha win this. I actually wanted to a loss to be the catalyst for, you know, Sasha going back here where she needs to be for this feud and just kind of kicking this into overdrive a little bit. Um, but I, I did this whole thing with the side nigga Reggie. I, I'm... I'm really, I've been laughing. I've been cool with it. I've been ignoring it. Now I'm getting annoyed because it, it, it's as nice as the, the, the thought was originally. It's like, I don't want to see him bouncing. Like he's living up to that side of the gimmick a little too well. Like you just, you bouncing around between too many people. And now it's like, you're, you're, you're kind of bordering on the male Billy Kay a little bit. You know, sticking your nose in where Billy Kay's entertaining though. Uh, well, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, but I'm just like, just leave him out of that. If if you're gonna split him up from Carmella, split him up from Carmella. But don't don't put him into that. That's that that does not need to just just like remember back in November when we said we don't want nobody messing with Street Profits versus New Day. I don't want nobody messing with this. So if that if that's what Reggie is serving to do, stop it. Stop it right now. Because I, this, I don't need that. This must be what they mean when they say, is this a man and women's business? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Because every time he shows up, I'm like, yo, what are you doing out here, bro? Like, first off, first off, you're, you're, you're you know, what, I don't know what you would call her that that she, that she is to him, but, you know, you, you just be a side piece to her. And you, you're supposed to be, you know, with her on a regular basis. And she knows you out here creeping, being the side nigga that you are. So, I mean, uh, unless you plan it to split them up, which, again, I'm fine with, but keep away with, from that, you know? But if you split them up, what was the point? Because he didn't get her the title. She gained yeah. nothing from having him there. He actually, she works better with someone like a James Ellsworth, like a Reggie. So why, you know, even Carmella is the most entertaining when she is paired with another person. Our truth, for example. So why take him away? Because you gain nothing with Carmella by putting them together and then taking him away. Don't do that. Well, for this particular character, I think he's best when he's seen, not heard. And now that he's being heard, I'm not interested in seeing him anymore. I agree. I saw somebody on Twitter. They said, uh, who's this French dude? And I said, that nigga is from St. Louis, Missouri, bro. French is not, not French. Good either. It's not even a good accent. Right. Drop, it's, it's, it's terrible. One day, it's need to have him show up to work with no accent, never explain it like they did Kofi, and just drop it. And then a few years later, just have him be like, hey, whatever happened to that French accent? He's like, exactly. Pourquoi? 
Right. Yeah. Gotta go. Uh, yeah. This that was that was a terrible match. Um, yeah, that match was a stain, and it, and it kind of I'm not even gonna lie to you. This match just killed any excitement I had for March third. Honestly. So they they got they got a lot of rehabbing to do this week and next Monday to kind of get me excited about that again, honestly. Yes, uh, in our main event, as long as long as Dakota and um, Raquel win, Raquel, I almost said Giant again. <laughs> as long hey, as they win, it's a good Giant name. Gonzalez. Yeah, it's, it's a good name. That's <laughs> a good yeah, nickname. Raquel the Giant. As long as they win, then that that that's that's all I'm good. Because I'm tired of this this Shayna and Nia pairing. Shayna should be off doing so much more. And which which honestly, I want to know what the hell happened with Oscar. Like the whole talk was who's gonna step in and replace her, well, Lacey for this match. And then they didn't even mention it. They just erased it off the top. I, I think that's fine with me because I, I I look at who Oscar could have faced in reality that made sense and. Uh, Naomi and, and Lana, they're going for the tag title. They got a tag title shot. I don't know what the hell happened to that? Uh, but they got a tag title shot. So I, I can't see Naomi and Oscar facing off. It just doesn't make any sense. The only person that would have made sense is Peyton Royce. And we know how that would have ended up. So I don't think nobody would care to see that. My vote was Rhea. It'd be a good way to introduce her to the main roster. Pop her right in that spot. Even if she takes the loss to Oscar, because it is Oscar, have her put on a good show and then have them tear it down. See, I think that I think that would have been bad for Rhea as well. And this, this, this is this is why I was disappointed because you of all people, Matt, how could you not say Alexa? This is this is the perfect time to get her into that scene now. So she, te- here, she technically beat Oscar on Raw and never got her title shot. She did. I, I agree with you. Uh, the reason I didn't say Alexa is because. I don't want Alexa just thrown in there to lose. Obviously, they've got a plan or they're rearranging a plan or they're working something that probably involves Charlotte. And I want to keep Alexa as far away from Charlotte, the career killer, as possible. Because I don't need Charlotte. Charlotte as far away from the championship as possible. Exactly. So keep Alexa away for now. Because Charlotte's back. Now that Lacey's gone, I'm almost certain we're going to get Charlotte versus Oscar at WrestleMania because as you said, who else is there on Raw? Who else is there? So Don't you get tired of this shit? Yes. And, and, and that, that's really that's really my issue because now, you, now you're kind of working yourself into a corner because Oscar already hasn't been featured enough. The, the, the Raw Women's title hasn't gotten enough shine and the only real purpose you would have for making this match again at WrestleMania would be to get the belt off of her and to move forward. And I don't want to see that again. Oscar hasn't beat Charlotte yet. So it's like, why, why do this unless you're going to kind of hit the restart reset button? She beat her. And, you know, win. Like once. Yeah, she'd have beat her. She got her win back. She did? Yep. Yeah. I don't remember when. It was very insignificant because nobody remembers. Yeah. But it happened. Right. I know that much. Well, it's like, you know, WrestleMania 34, she beat she beats her for the first time, and then they really fucked her bad going into 35, and she just took the belt off of her to make it a winner-take-all match to 35, and it's like, that, that I, don't, I don't need to see this again. I don't. That, that, that's why I wanted to see Alexa get into that spot, because at least then, 
you know, whatever you have Charlotte do, she doesn't need to be a part of that title match. Get Alexa in there, create something new, and whatever you decide is what you decide at that point. You know what they need to do? I just had a great idea, and it, it makes tonight better. Uh, get Charlotte completely out of the women's division. Have her go beat Matt Riddle for the U.S. title. <laughs> oh, man. If Keith Lee's out and injured and we we don't know if he's coming back or not, and that's where you wanted to go, now you, you send Charlotte over there to beat Matt Riddle. I, I, got, US- I got a solution for Charlotte Flair. Uh, we, we, we brought this up, I think, on the last episode. Uh, we mentioned Bailey going down to NXT UK. But why don't Charlotte go down there to NXT UK? Honestly, I mean, I know they had a damn it. Uh, how you pronounce her name? Miko Satamora. Miko Satamora. Down there at NXT UK was probably going to be Kaylee Ray, but shit. Call an audible. Get Charlotte down there. Have her do what nobody else on the main roster's done. And that's yeah, winning the title in NXT mind, UK. I wouldn't mind seeing her against Kaylee Ray. That is the very last women's championship in WWE she has not held. So, so who's gonna get to it first? Her, Bailey, or Sasha, or Oscar? She's already yeah, got thirteen titles. I didn't even know that. They literally they started counting NXT titles last year. Yeah, fucked Oscar over and wrapped her up in this tag team title feud to give Charlotte a tag team title run, so she could have that under her belt and get caught up. It was literally the only reason we did this. So we, we all know that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, let's move on, man. This is we, we spent a lot of time on this, and it's just we spent a lot of time on the worst match on the card. That's crazy to me. Uh let's, let's move on. Uh, <laughs> uh in the raw elimination chamber, Drew McIntyre retains the WWE championship. Uh I'm I'm gonna kick it off, man. I'm gonna give it a B. Uh, I thought it went on a little bit too long. Uh, especially you got your first elimination and then you don't have another one for like 15 minutes. It seemed like kind of took me out a little bit, just a tad bit. Uh, Kofi trying to corpse Randy Orton at the beginning of the match. I don't, I don't know what that was about. I don't know why you were so focused on this man's thighs. <laughs> yeah, that's a little sus. <laughs> but that's strike two, Kofi. Strike, no, <laughs> strike one is the twerking. Strike two, if you looking at this man's thoughts, and that is why he, he RKO'd the shit out your ass. I love the eliminated shit. him from the match. I love the shit. I thought it was fantastic. It was funny. Uh, uh, it was yeah, funny. No, uh, but Randy got eliminated first. I, I did not like that because this is Randy Orton we talking about. I was just singing Randy Orton's praises on Twitter like I always do. I sing his praises every single week. I was just singing the man's praises, and then Kofi eliminated him. From the match, I don't know. We might get classic legend killer tomorrow because he just RKO'd the shit out of everybody. AJ Styles got scared <laughs> and ran away. That was fun. Uh, and in that same, you know, kerfuffle. Yes, I just used the word kerfuffle. Uh, Nick Zilla got booted from ringside. Good. So you shouldn't have been there. The, 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 those harmless independent filmmakers were booted from ringside immediately. 
but the, these referees allowed Nick Zilla, the, the guy who just interfered in the Royal Rumble the, the month before. You, you know this guy has a, has, a, has a constant preference of interfering in AJ Styles' matches, and he interfered in this one, broke AJ out the pod to try to get him away from Randy Orton because he was scared. That boy was scared. And you, and you, you still allowed him to be there, and Adam Pierce. Finally did something right for the first damn time during his tenure as whatever his position is. I don't know what they haven't get, they haven't given him an actual title yet. He's just a WWE official that just does everything. They let that man, that man win in and finally did something worth doing for the first time. He got Nick Zilla out of there. Appreciate it. Uh, we, we about, close. To, about to lose his job to, uh, to Sonya Deville. And I can't wait. I can't wait. She was she was putting motherfuckers in check on the pre-show. So, I'm I have to go watch it because because the last few weeks since she's been doing that job, she's been so much better. I mean, she gave us some bullshit. Like the first match she booked, it was what was it, Corbin and Sammy versus the Mysterios. Nobody wants to see that. But aside from that, she's been doing a pretty swell job. And so you know, soup game proper. Can't wait for Sonya to take over. Uh, this did match. You, did you did you catch her on the pre-show with the Street Profits? Oh me, yeah, yeah. That's what I was talking about. Yeah, she she was putting them motherfuckers in check. So I'm like, yo, that that that's... that was a little more than just putting them in check, though. That was. It's... I'm gonna go watch it. I'm gonna go watch it, and I'll I'll report back on Twitter once <laughs> I watch it. When they when I... when they come out and they say, listen, we just want to know where we're gonna get our rematch from, and she says, do you think this is an appropriate time to talk to me? Yeah. <laughs> you, you come talk to me in business hours. I have an office. Why are you out here? Yeah. <laughs> I like that though. I like that. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I, I see both sides of it, but it's like from the standpoint of what kind of authority figure she's gonna be. I, I, if they don't hey, go in that hashtag direction, girl boss. I'll be like, yeah. If they don't go in a direction, I'm thinking. Then yeah, I'm not with it. But yeah, I would. I wish RN had come back because RN would be going on a rant right now about how they're just having the street profits shucking and jiving. And that's all she wants them to do. And that's basically what she told them two weeks ago is go yeah. be entertaining and do yeah. the things you do. We're not going to give you your rematch. I'll, I'll let you know. And now that... she disrespects them again when they come and do what every other wrestler does to talk to the GM about getting a match. So See, that, I mean, that whole the way I would look at it, I would feel like well, uh, the way I would look at it, I just feel she being a white woman, just like Lacey Evans, just healing it up, being a white woman. But and see, now that brings us to the elimination chamber, which you were talking about, because who kicked who kicked those people out from ringside that you were so upset about those independent filmmakers? Jessica Carr, a white woman. Yeah. Was she out there for the raw men's match? No. Okay, also, as a white male. If I had my choice of kicking out a couple of guys my size with cameras or fucking Omas, I'm going to shut the fuck up as a referee. Just be like, yeah, as long as you don't do nothing, we're cool. Uh, can hey, somebody Omas ain't, ain't doing nothing to Adam Pierce. Mm -hmm. Can you somebody come get him, please? Somebody. Else? <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Anybody else. Just he's causing problems. I'm going to shut the fuck up. Cause I don't want none of that. He ripped, he ripped the back of the fucking cage off so AJ could hop out with his bare hands. 
Yeah, that's that's. And you saw the way he looked at Adam Pierce. Like Adam Pierce isn't. Yeah, he, yeah, he, right did look, he did look like Adam Pierce. Like, no, fuck your ass up if we wasn't on because tonight, yo, right now. Scrap Daddy did not want to scrap right there. No, nope. get it. Between Omus and fucking Braun Strowman, he is not in a good position to be in right now. Oh, uh, Roman. There are two. <laughs> there are two very large Roman, three. men. Three. Yeah, three. well, Roman. He's not yeah, that big as, as the other guys, but Roman won't smoke too, Adam Pierce. Yeah, no, there's three very large men that don't like you right now. That's realer than Brazzers. Like, mm-hmm. hey, but uh, th- this match ends with uh, probably one of the best Claymores I've seen during the, in the middle of the phenomenal four hour. Just come on, yeah. dog. Come on, dog. Uh, I gave this a B. Uh, I don't think I allow anybody else to talk. So, uh, state. State how y'all feel, and then we can get into the true main event after. Go ahead, Reek. Uh, I'm going to give it a B plus because unlike Mikey, I, I thought it went a little bit long. Um, I, I I figured, you know, since they, they took the, the title match, the women's title match out, that it was going to go over a little bit. But um, no, I, I think I, I like that they advanced a little bit more of the story with Sheamus and, uh, and Drew. I didn't like seeing Randy go out. So I thought Randy would be at least at like the last three. So that kind of took me in a different direction. But no. The show had Kofi getting out first. Like retribution fucking with him in some way. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lot of stuff I was expecting to see. Like when, when Omos takes the thing off for, for Drew to get, for AJ to get out, I'm like, wait a minute. That's I thought Kofi Bobby was going to come in and replace him. Right. And... Right. I'm like, that would have made sense. With that. Like, if you were going to make this mess that long, you might as well throw some little, you know, shit in there in between. Like, because, because I forgot, yeah, I forgot to mention MVP and Miz were talking backstage before the match. So, my whole time, I'm just thinking, like, Bobby Lashley about to find a way to finesse. And I've been saying that about Lashley for a couple weeks now. He was going to find a way to finesse his way into this match. He's never been a former WWE champion, never been a, like, he's the former ECW champion, I guess, you know, since Miz brought that up. Uh, last week about John Morrison, I guess that's a uh, you know canon again in WWE. I don't know, but you know if so, Bobby Lashley qualifies a former world champion, not former WWE champion, which is why Braun Strowman wasn't put in the match. But yeah. I don't yeah. know. And so yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It was like there was some missed opportunity in there, but the finish was great. Uh, the right result was done, so I give it a B plus. But they missed the mark a little bit for me. Are you telling me that you expected creative to be creative? <laughs> I, I, I'm, I give I'm him the benefit of the doubt sometimes. <laughs> Listen, I'm a, a WWE pay-per-view is very much like a full-length porn film. Every match is a scene, and every scene has its spots. If you lose a performer and you lose a scene, to complete the movie, you have to drag the film out they're going to keep the same spots. They're not going to add in something crazy and new because it's already set up. They've got those spots. You're still going to get the cum shot at the end. You're still going to get the doggy. You're still going to get the missionary. They might throw in an extra position, which is what they did, made it a little longer, but they're not going to throw a whole new random actor in there just for shits and giggles when it wasn't planned from the get-go. You're still going to get the same. Now, I will say this. I'm giving this an A minus, and the reason I'm giving this an A minus is I'm not knocking it for time. (laughs) 
I love that he's making this analogy because his show is the number one wrestling podcast on Pornhub. So he uses a porn analogy to explain it. I love that shit. Who else can do it? Anyway, (laughs) I'm not going to knock him for time because like we said, they they lost that that scene. They lost that women's scene, that lesbian scene in the middle of the movie. They lost it. They had to to make up for it. So I'm not knocking him for time. We had almost come in and ripped that cage off, which I have never seen before. I've never seen a man who is not in the match just ripped the back of the uh, the back of the fucking elimination chamber open for that spot. I give them props for taking Randy out first because Randy's focus is Alexa and the Fiend. It's not really the WWE title. He was there because he's a champion, but not. I would have been more upset if they actually got Kofi into this match and then eliminated him right off the bat because that's, again, disrespecting him like they did with Brock Lesnar. You put him in the match and then you knock him out first like he doesn't even matter. Instead, they let him take out Randy Orton. He caught an RKO for it, but they let him take out Randy Orton. The only thing I expected, and it didn't happen because of the way the end of the match played out, was I really did think that when Sheamus came in, he was going to bro kick and pin and eliminate Drew. Like, I thought that was going to happen. The way he was leaning up against the cage and focusing and, you know, running his lines in his head and getting ready for that money shot, I really thought he was going to come in and blast him in the face. One, two, three, done. Out. And everyone's going to be like, holy shit. He just broke, kicked, and took out Drew. Now what the fuck are we doing? Right. So that's why I'm not giving it an A+, because I expected that. I didn't get it. That's on me. But no, for what they had to do and what they had to work with, I think they did a great job along with the ending, as long as they follow up with the ending. Because if you took the belt off Bobby Lashley to give us what we got and what TC's about to talk about, and that man does not move on to the main event, and you just let him muddle around in the mid card still, and we don't capitalize on this, then I'm going to be very pissed off because that is a wasted opportunity, a hugely wasted opportunity because Bobby Lashley is killing it right now, on fire right now, murdering Matt Riddle, and I love it. Now it's time to bump him up. Uh, so uh, we, we, we get Drew McIntyre celebrating his, his big victory, and uh, uh, Drew, Drew's been pretty smart, you know what I'm saying? as a champion the, the last year, probably the smartest babyface champion we've had since Stone Cold Steve Austin. Well, I, I'm not going to say that much. Just since John Cena, for sure. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to, I didn't want to take it that far. Uh, smartest babyface champ since John Cena. So I, I thought he would have had a little bit of awareness. Speaking of John Cena, the very first time this, this money in the bank briefcase had been cashed in on John Cena was after an elimination chamber. So like I was saying, I thought Drew would have had a little bit more awareness, but instead- He got his ass cooked. He got cooked. Adrian, you didn't go down like that, huh? He got cooked. Bobby Lashley attacks my mans after the match beats the shit out of bro. And here comes the Miz cashing in, becoming a two-time WWE champion, a two-time money in a bank uh, briefcase holder, two-time successful cash-in of the Miz, man. Uh, I, I got a stat on my guy. Uh, I call him Real World Mike, uh, the Challenge Mike, uh, uh, money-making Miz. Uh, he is a first two-time, this is from WWE Stats and Info, he's the first two-time Grand Slam champion in WWE history. He's the only person to win each qualifying championship during the Grand Slam twice, at least twice. 
Nobody else has done it. He is in a league of his own. Put some respect on my man's name. He got the probably the best looking wife to be a champion in WWE history. You can argue amongst yourselves on that. It's, it's, it's arguable. It's a, it's a, it's a debate. She I ain't gonna lie. Herself. It's a debate. But depending on who you say, your, your debate might not be wrong. It's depending on who you say. Uh, he's a face of the network. He's a, he's, a, he's a head champion in the company. He got uh, two beautiful daughters. He got a nice house and I don't know where the hell they live now. They move every season on Miz and Miz. I was going to say, he's had about 50 nice houses. Yeah, But every house he's had has been nice, including the one that The Fiend rated. Put some respect on my guy's name, man. Yeah, I remember, I specifically remember uh, the, the, the last time he was Intercontinental Champion in 2018. He beat Roman Reigns in Brooklyn on a, what was that show called? Raw Reunion. Raw 25. Raw Reunion, Raw 25, Legends of Nights, same shit. He beat Roman. And everybody's just like, oh, we love The Miz. Y'all love The Miz in 2018. Y'all love The Miz in 2017 and 2016. Even, even the stuff with Shane McMahon, y'all enjoyed it because at the time, I got worked into this too. At the time, I thought my mans was going to be, you know, winning the championship at some point. I thought that was what they were setting them up for. Wasn't the case. But I specifically remember a lot of y'all saying, man, it's about time that Miz gets another world title shot. And so when it happened, less than five minutes after it happened, I saw people talking about how they were never watching WWE again. I don't get it. I don't understand it, man. As Daniel Bryan said, fickle. What I don't get is this IWC, we have all of these smart fans, smarks, marks, whatever you want to call them, right? Oh, let me interrupt you real quick, Matt. Okay. A plus, 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 plus for the Miz versus Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I'm not going to go with that many pluses, but I am going to give it an A plus, and I'm going to tell you why. You're supposed to be mad the Miz won. That is what wrestling is about. That is why we are here. When a bad guy like the Miz wins, you are not supposed to be happy. The majority of you, I'm not, I'm going to turn this off. Like that's how you should feel. But instead of not watching, you should be waiting to see who the baby face is. that's going to come back and take it off this despicable heel that has you so upset. That's why we watch wrestling. That's why we love it. That's what got us into it. Don't work yourself into a shoot thinking that you're so smart that you know better than the WWE. So when they don't do what you want them to do, then it's all bad. Or, if, you know, like, stop. Fucking stop. I went on a rant on my podcast on Friday about the IWC and the bullshit they pull. You guys need to stop telling WWE what they should do and what they shouldn't do and what they can do and what they can't do and realize that when shit happens, whether it's Lacey Evans and Ric Flair or The Miz and it pisses you off and it gets you in your feelings, that's what the fuck it was supposed to do. That is the job of this show to get you in your feelings. If you hate him, you are gonna love the person that beats him for that title. You are gonna get behind him. You wanna see him lose. That's what you should be doing. You're not as smart as you think you are. If you're like, fuck this, I'm not watching it. You really aren't. So stop. Question, as a matter of fact, Thanks. go, go. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Rick, you go ahead and I'm gonna play this, this Miz promo. We get the first exclusive Miz interview 
as a WWE champion. It's been 10 years. I'm so excited. <laughs> Remember Angry Miss Girl? I laughed at Angry Miss Girl. I want to see Angry Miss Girl and, and see how she feels oh, yeah. now. But Reek, go she ahead, gotta, and we're going to play this Miz promo. She, she got to come back and do the remix. Absolutely. But, um, yeah, y'all, y'all both hit the nail on the head. And I'm just like, just to touch on both of those, number one, you have to, like he said, if you were truly invested, you watched the show, you're supposed to hate the heel. In 2005, when I was 13, going on 14 years old, I absolutely hated Edge because the man stole another man's girl and then he proceeded to cash in on John Cena, who I was definitely a huge fan of, and take his title. I was a fan of both, so I was excited to see Edge win. Like I, I'm, I'm different. Like, I, I was going I, for heels and teenagers, I, I did. but not because I, I was just like being an asshole. I just love it. Maybe that's I, why I, you and Travis bump heads because he's the same way. He's always been that way. He's always been the he goes for heels kind of guy. I don't go for every heel, but there's a couple heels like CM Punk, Edge, Miz, The Rock. Those are my guys. Rock. Yeah, like I, I liked Edge before beforehand, but it's like that that whole that whole year, like he was just on ten in terms of his heel status. So I'm like that taking the title off Cena, slapping his father in his house. Like I hated Edge tough. from 05 to 06, but I was supposed to. He was doing his damn job. So now the the flip side of, of this is like ten years after Miz wins his first world title. I didn't like it when he did it the first time. I, I didn't care nothing for it. I didn't like the gimmick that the motherfucker was still had a mohawk. Like, I, I didn't give a damn about the Miz winning the first WWE title. But as it... He's a word of fedora. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't... No, you gotta get that out of here. But then there's 2015... With the shorts? Yeah, yeah. Talking about hoorah. Like, get the fuck out of here. But 2015 going to 2016 is where everything changed because then I started watching his body of work and then, of course, the talking smack promo. And from that point on, everything started to change. He put on some of the, the, the best promos, the best matches. Dolph Ziggler, Daniel Bryan. I mean, Seth Finn carried the mid card from 2016 to at least 2017. And it's like he's been out of that title, that world title scene for Ten all years. Of this time. Ten years. But I mean, ever even ever since ever since then, since 2015, 2016, still hadn't been in the world title scene whatsoever. And now you have this opportunity where he has proven that he's increased and improved in every single aspect of his game. And it's like, yo, why not at any point in time? We don't know where this is going. We don't need to know where this is going. The point is, is that it's happening now. I, 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 told, I told Matt um, for, for the show on Friday that they've got four matches working for the card already. I noticed I didn't say anything about Drew. Because they don't have anything for Drew. They don't know what they're doing with the WWE title yet. So we are going to see what happens on the fly. There's not going to be no inside information, at least not yet, about what the WWE title situation is. Lastly, attacks Drew. Miz catches in on Drew. We got a whole wide open situation right now. This is the perfect time to step in and say, hey, let's try something new. And the last point is, you realize he has to cash in at some point, right? You realize that money in the bank this the way the schedule has been is the first pay-per-view after WrestleMania. He has to cash in. What what do you think he's gonna cash in at WrestleMania? I doubt it. I, I do I in. I do believe that they retroactively said that his year started from when he won it and he didn't win it at Money in the Bank. He won it from the Otis after Flash. Money in the Bank. So so that's September. 
he had time. And, and if you want to, if you want to kind of be technical about it, probably like last month is when it really restarted. Well, right, well, and well, this is the thing though, because you know, if you're gonna do that, then it's like it creates an interesting dynamic because if you were to hold it, because at that point I would prefer it. Just like if you if you're gonna be tossing it all around, it's like it's like we don't know what's going on with it anymore. It's like you keep. You had it on Otis. You switch it over to Miz. The fake cash-ins on and off. It's like, it, it's, it's, it, it was the worst type of year to have a Money in the Bank briefcase. It really was. So yeah. either he's gonna hold it for however long that he, you know, his his grace period is, and then you know next Money in the Bank you would have two people holding the briefcase, or like I said, just go ahead and cash it. Which I wouldn't be mad if they had two people holding the briefcase. That. It's when when they were doing the, the first iteration of it, you had one guy with the WWE title uh, briefcase, one guy with the World Heavyweight title briefcase. I don't like these given pay-per-views, but if you're going to do it, that's the way to do it. So I wouldn't care either way. But for the sake of this particular moment, it's like, listen, when is it going to happen? Why not? It's been since what, May? Just fucking do it. You have another pay-per-view before WrestleMania. This is the time. We've been talking about this for weeks. This is the time where you can get some shit out of the way if you want to do you have this huge gap between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania, two pay-per-views in between. We, it's still not until another two months. WrestleMania's in April. We're in February. Miz can hold that title for a fucking month if he wants to. Who cares? But the point is, he earned it. Like you said, he earned it years ago. People wanted it. And the second you give it to them, they're mad now. Good. Stay mad. Stay crying. Uh, the, the, the mad Miz girl... Find her so she can do the remix. I don't care. I'm I'm I'm, le- I'm reveling it. I'm enjoying it right now because, like, I've been one for saying that Miz should have gotten another shot a long time ago. Because why not? I agree, man. And uh, we got a we got the Miz's first interview as WWE champion, uh, WWE exclusive. So uh, don't don't you know WWE? I know how y'all rock. So don't, uh, you know, don't hit us with a copyright because I'm playing this. All right. Okay. Thanks. All right. <laughs> Miz, congrats. <laughs> Congratulations. You don't even need to ask a question. As a matter of fact, go, go, go. Because this camera is all mine. Understand that I told you so. Whenever someone says I wasn't thinking on their level, I am a master strategist. I think further than anybody else in all of WWE. I didn't just take respect, I demanded it. Through all the WWE universe, and I could care less if everybody's on the internet going, oh, Miz doesn't deserve it. Oh, Miz shouldn't be WWE champion. Cry, go ahead and cry and keep on doing it because that is the fuel that lights my fire. I am your WWE champion, whether you like it or not. Ten years ago, we had an angry Miz girl, and I hope and I pray that there are thousands upon thousands, millions of angry Miz girls right here, right now, sopping, weeping, wishing that Drew McIntyre was still their WWE champion. He is not. I am. So this is me saying I am now content being awesome. See you at WrestleMania or at Monday Night Raw. Whichever I feel like, because I'm champion and I do whatever the hell I want. This is another reason why I love it, because y'all don't even realize that every time you piss this man off, he hits another level. If you remember the Talking Smack interview, it was all birthed out of something very real. 
because Daniel Bryan brought up the fact that he wrestles safely and you know people think he wrestles soft or whatever like that. That was a real thing that critics were bringing up on social media on a regular basis. It pissed him off. Daniel Bryan brought it up again, and I don't care what people say. That was real animosity coming out of him when he spit that venom at Daniel Bryan. It might have been worked slightly, but that was real animosity that he had about that. So people, you don't realize that you're about to make him even better. I would not rule out the possibility of Miz going into WrestleMania as champion because now you're pissing him off again. And every time he gets pissed off, he hits another level. So from now to April, Miz could do a little bit of anything and everything. So I would not rule out the possibility of him walking into WrestleMania as champion. I won't say he walk out as champion, but I would not rule out the possibility of it at this stage in the game. Because that, like you said, y'all fuel this, this machine that you create and that you want to hate so bad. The last time he made an event at WrestleMania, they played Hate Me Now. Probably one of the best said, video packages. I tweeted that he needs to come on tomorrow night and play that track again. I agree, man. So uh, I did have a question uh, at the end of the U.S. title match, but I, I still don't really know what direction we're going. So uh, what's what's next for Bobby Lashley? Looks like Drew McIntyre possibly. But I, I'm still holding out for that 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 Brock Lesnar match. So what direction should they go? I, I don't Bobby think Bobby Lashley was on the bump earlier and he said he's main event in WrestleMania. I was gonna say I don't I don't see uh Brock coming back. So here's where I hope they go. I really do hope that they build on this Drew McIntyre Bobby Lashley thing and make it a feud going into WrestleMania with Drew getting the title back at fast lane and then those two going at it because what they're doing right now is quote unquote best for business. You have bad bunny who has eyes outside of the WWE all over him feuding now with your WWE champion holding your 24 seven title. And that's a shout out to Kenny from a Kenny for your thoughts, because he brought this up in a group chat that we were in because he always thinks from the business aspect. So from a business aspect, if you've got the guy who's bringing in new eyes, you want to get those eyes on your champion. So you put the championship on the guy that he's feuding with. And now all of these people are seeing this champion and the Miz can talk and the Miz can go on the mic and the Miz is going to say things and get people hooked. You Then you put the title on Drew or hell, put the title on Lashley and have Lashley defend it if they want to give Drew his moment in front of the fans. Uh, but I definitely want to see Lashley in the main event of WrestleMania against Drew McIntyre for that title and actually do something with this man because he's been around forever. You have not put a heavyweight championship on this man outside of the ECW title, which does not count. So please give this man the ball. He's got a mouthpiece in MVP and let him run with it. Let him have his chance. Let him show you what he can do. And then eventually maybe SummerSlam we get Brock if he's still champion. I've been saying that for weeks. It's the Black Evolution prophecy. You have to fulfill it at some point in time. So, I mean, if it's going to be WrestleMania, by all means, do it. Like I said, again, we have plenty of time to build to it. You can make it a triple threat. You can put the title back on Drew. You, you have options. The best thing that you can do between now and Mania is create options, especially if you don't have anything concrete for the, the WWE title match. So if, if this is what you have now, you have several weeks of TV to map it out and put it into place, put it into action. Like, do what you got to do. 
But I'm all for seeing, listen, I, I, I need to see Bobby Lashley in the main event of Mania and at some point hold the title. So, And bump Randy Orton out of the equation because he's with the Fiend that's going somewhere. Oh, yeah. Whether it's Drew or Miz, who do you have facing that person for the championship? Who else on Raw is at that level that you can put right now in the main event of WrestleMania against either of those guys outside of a Bobby Lashley? Nobody. Bobby, like we said it already. Bobby's the most protected guy on the roster. He hasn't looked even remotely weak in I don't know how he's, long. He's been pinned once since Drew McIntyre pinned him in June. Right. And, and, and no one can, even not outside of that, no one can definitively say they've had the upper hand on Lashley, let alone a loss. So, I mean, if that's your hottest guy, if that's your strongest booked, you know, wrestler character on TV, then it only makes sense logically that guy on your biggest show, on your biggest night, for the biggest prize. Hey, two plus two equals four. Cut the check, Vince. You know, it's Black History Month. It's been two years since we had a Black world champion. Let's get it cracking. And, I and, and I, since, since, since we all know this would make Matt happy, when, when MVP frees up, you know, when he gets all healed up for whatever injury he has, he can take the title off of Riddle again. And you can complete the prophecy all together. That's possible too. Stop pushing forty-five year olds. Oh, I'd rather. I'll say that. I'd rather turn Keith Lee heel and put him in that spot. I I personally, I love MVP. I'd like to keep him as a mouthpiece and out of the ring as much as possible. And I've said that from the get-go. I didn't like seeing him in the tag matches. I didn't like seeing him with the U.S. title. I thought you should have put the focus on the actual those guys and let him be. Remember that match he had with Ray when he first came back? It was it was kind of bad. Yeah, yeah, so let Keith Lee go heel on Matt Riddle and beat the shit out of Matt Riddle and join the Hurt mm. Business. That, that's what I was going to say before, honestly. Like, and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be at Mania, but, like, Keith Lee could be, could turn around and make the Hurt Business something completely different if he were to jump in. Like, that would give it a whole different wrinkle altogether. If Keith Lee the Batista of the Hurt Business, and we ended up getting Keith Lee versus Bobby Lashley for the title eventually to get your prophecy, your your Black Evolution prophecy fulfilled, because they don't have that guy. If Bobby Lashley is, quote-unquote, the Triple H, they don't have that other big guy like a Bobby Lashley that could stand up to him. Shelton ain't doing it. Cedric ain't doing it. Fuck it. I'm with it. Hey, cut the check. There's so many, so many ideas here that's presented on the Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. And I know y'all listening because we usually see these ideas on TV at some point. Yeah. But hey, it's it's cool, man. Uh let me catch y'all again though. Let me catch y'all. Hey, again. let me catch y'all again. Hey man, uh, I want to thank my guy Matt Ritter from the Smacking It Raw podcast, the number one podcast on Pornhub. Uh sir. Thank you, man. Uh, RN is not here anymore, but I want to thank him, too, for the 15, 20 minutes that he was here. Um, <laughs> big shout out to, to my big shout out to my 2002 rewatch. Uh, I, I am at the uh, I just finished the episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, it was at the Allstate Arena in Chicago. Uh, sorry, in Rosemont, mm-hmm. Chicago. Uh so I don't know. I don't know. Matt is too particular on that, but I know some people are. So let me just, you know, get that out the way. Uh, but if you remember on this episode, uh, it took place uh, the night after No Way Out 2002. And uh, 
and everybody's least favorite wrestler, Terry, comes out there talking some shit. And The Rock comes out, challenges him to a match at WrestleMania. Rock bottoms him, gets his ass beat by the NWO. Uh, they hit him with a hammer in the back of his head. Uh, they, 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 they ran a semi truck into his ambulance and nine-year-old me was delirious in front of the television. I was like, how could they do this to The Rock? And then The Rock like popped up the next week and I should have known then that this shit was, was, you know, it wasn't really happening like that, but you know, I, I didn't figure it out for another year or so. I'm pretty sure that's a hate crime. It, it very much was a hate crime. Three white guys beating up on this black Samoan dude. Mm -hmm. With a hammer and then trying to kill him. This is, this is two weeks after the undertaker tombstone him on top of a car. So the rock said, I got to get the fuck out of this toxic environment. <laughs> And The Rock has not been full-time since then, honestly. That's a good point. That's a good point. I, uh, That's man. my 2002 rewatch, man. I'm rolling through 1996 WCW. We have a little thing that we do just for uh, Patreon and YouTube called Return to Wrestling, where Travis and I dive into 96. And it's been bad, bro. I'm here. I'm at Scott Hall. So, Scott okay. Hall. <laughs> so, uh, I am the pay per view before Bash at the Beach or the uh Nitro before Bash at the Beach. So, we're just last, doing Nitros, yeah. La last year, I started watching uh, I was watching Nitros, fuck Thunder, and fuck Saturday night, but mm -hmm. I, I started watching uh Nitros and pay per views. And so, I started at Bash at the Beach last year. I got to Fall Brawl and I just stopped watching because it's just so bad outside of That's the terrible. NWO and the Horsemen and the Cruiserweights, it's just terrible. Well, that's the thing. Travis likes torturing me. He likes he likes having me come on and just be upset at the shit that I have to watch. And we started from the wait, very wait first till you Nitro. Get the Glacier. Oh, I know all about Glacier. I, I'm very familiar. Like I didn't watch it as it was going on. I was more of a WWF guy than WCW guy, but I, I'm very familiar with everything that happened. I know all about Glacier. Uh, and I'm really excited that we're gonna get to talk about him right as the new Mortal Kombat movie uh will be coming out. So that'll be cool. Um but, you know, it, it's a slack of shit. It's all fucking uh, Sullivan's fault. I blame everything on him. The guy is terrible in everything that he does. And the Dungeon of Doom and all that, fucking awful. So I will be, that show is just full of me <laughs> ranting about how much I hate Hulk Hogan and everything WCW. That, hey, that's since, all that show is. Since you brought Kevin Sullivan up, I'm just going to say this. Uh, Kevin Sullivan, he had a seminar out here in Vegas. Uh, November-ish, December-ish. But uh, I, I was talking to somebody that attended the seminar and this guy tells me he's talking to somebody else and he just makes a Benoit joke right in front of Kevin Sullivan. And like, I just could not stop laughing. It took me like five minutes to not laugh. That is the most awkward part about watching this is right now I'm at a point where- There's so much Benoit. Well, it, it Benoit and Nancy. doesn't like Sullivan, and Nancy is With fucking Ric Flair. Yes. And so is Miss Elizabeth, and Ric Flair is insinuating that he's fucking Deborah. So it's like, y'all got mad that he fucked Lacey. Meanwhile, he's fucking three dudes' wives in 1996. Like, wow, Michael is a horseman, by the yes. way. Oh, no, he's not a horseman yet. Not right well, now. Well, he becomes a horseman. Yeah, he, he was, was a horseman when I was watching it. Nice. No, he. He was on commentary and then this shit started and now he's uh uh teaming with uh Kevin Green. Uh he he will become a horseman though. You are right. Do y'all follow that Mongo page on Twitter? No. 
They just, he just posts a bunch of Mongo clips of him just botching several moves. It's, oh, it's, he's terrible. It's a very entertaining, uh, very, very entertaining page. I recommend it. I, I will actually link it to y'all if, if I, I don't know it off the top of my head. I just know it's a it's a Steve Mongo McMichael page on Twitter. Fantastic yeah. bear, terrible wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, man. I'm, Freak, I'm what, what you been watching? I'm a little ahead on the 2002. Like, I'm going into SummerSlam, like, the last, the go-home shows before SummerSlam. So, you know, Rock and Brock, uh, HBK and Sean. So, like, Taker I, and Test. Actually, yeah, the, the, un, the un-Americans, which, the, the shit that they let them get away with back then, I really, it really blew y'all, y'all did Y'all did this so soon after 9-11? <laughs> right. This one year later, this you talking about? Oh, you got a, a president who de- didn't do nothing about, I mean, about America attacking or something. Like, I mean, no. But like, yeah. I, mean, you know, I mean, did he do anything though? I mean, I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Then this, this is the thing too. It's like we all said that Lance Storm was boring, but it's like I, I wouldn't say he's boring, but. He he definitely if, if you're gonna let him just go off about whatever he wants to go off about. Lance Storm was ahead of his time. He was. He definitely was. Just like even character wise, like he has he has the the perfect character and dry humor that would be perfect for nowadays in this era. Like everybody loves the office and parks and rec and shit. Like that type of humor, that's what Lance Storm was. But when you around, you know. You got this big pimp. You got this this undead uh, guy who becomes a biker. He has a, a brother who's a pyrotechnic maniac, whatever the hell they call it. Uh, you know, you got a you got this redneck who just drinks beer all the time and beats his boss up without ever getting fired. Uh, you got this other guy who talks in third person and thinks he's a big movie star who you know uh, eventually becomes a big movie star. Uh, you know, you got just a bunch of weird shit. You got old 80 year old women giving birth to hands and shit. And you got Lance Storm coming in to all this stuff, all this stuff that happened years throughout, you know, the past couple of years before Lance Storm came around. And just that type of just, if I could be serious for a minute, you know how funny that is when you just think about it? If I could be serious for a minute, like you're being serious as fuck right now. Like that's what's so funny about it. But I don't think people understood that at the time. This is a Lance Storm Appreciation Podcast. I think I will name the episode that Lance Storm Appreciation. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you know too, because you mentioned like the the, the NWO thing that, that was traumatizing. What was traumatizing to me was Taker with these damn crosses, these giant ass crosses. Oh on man. I remember they put Stone Cold up on it, Steph. and I got shook. But Red, Steph was the one that got me. I was like, because I had the biggest crush on Steph as a kid, and then like I didn't know what the hell they was doing. It was like some real satanic shit. This one folks like, didn't know who my was. eyes out. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm sitting here balling my eyes out, like, yo, let's get ready to do the stuff right now. Like this is fucking had me all kinds of messed up. Bro. That's what like, I, I to bring you back to that. I used to hate uh, playing with Undertaker. On WrestleMania 2000, or playing against him, because I'll have to see his Titan Tron, and that shit scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I was yeah. like, "Hey, the fucking the eye roll, the eye roll would always yeah. like I would be That's running to duck under some shit when I see that." And that and that same eye roll, piece of trivia for you, that same eye roll uh, came fr- initially came from a video package on the pay per view that On Hard Dial. Yeah, yeah, that over the edge. Yep. 
Yep. That was the opening video package. He rolls his eyes and they put it for his Titantron. So it's a little piece of trivia. So it's really scary when you think about that. On a, on a slightly not lighter note, uh, you can see a lot of those eye rolls in some videos that can be found on Pornhub where you can also find us. <laughs> uh, on that note, I think I'm going to close it oh. out, man. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to just go first because I got some things to say. Um, <clears throat> oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I am TC Fontaine. I'm the thespian TC Fontaine. You can uh, follow us. Uh, on Twitter and Facebook at YK Wrestling because Instagram on some bullshit and they have closed us down. We were nearing 10K followers. Close us down. All the content gone. All my Black History content gone. Me and Malik got some versus pro wrestling content. Future stars of wrestling content just gone. Had some, uh, had some videos from from SmackDown Live, oh, it was Friday Night SmackDown Live, gone. It's a bunch of stuff just gone. All our, all our, our shop gone. All of it gone. Cause Instagram, some big ass haters. You know what? I thought I was gonna go in. I just don't want to give myself that energy right now. So maybe, you know, some time go by, I feel a little better. But if you feel so inclined to follow us on Instagram, still you can check us out at ykw.pod. You can follow me on Instagram at tc.fontaine. Mr. Havoc. Yeah. Uh, or in fact, hold on, let, let's let our guests go first. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's not first, but I just had to get that off my chest, Matt. It's all good. No, I understand. Uh, you guys can find me on Twitter at Matt Ritter. That's Adam A-T-T-R-I-D-D-E-R. Um, also at Smackin' a Raw Pod on Twitter. Uh, please go. If you're not following that, follow that. I want to kind of transition everyone from my main Twitter over there for the uh, podcast Twitter um also we have an instagram uh that vince is running uh that is also at smacking it raw pod so you guys can check that out and then facebook facebook.com slash group slash smacking raw and then everything's under the creation world banner so please go check out facebook.com slash creation world creationworld.com and then the link trees that are over at matt ritter um along with that pin post for those dope black lives matter shirts uh, you guys can see all that on my page those link trees will take you to our merch store our YouTube, Pornhub, all of that. So please go check that out. And, you know, real quick, Reed, I'm going to just counter off of that. Hit his store up, man. I know some of y'all probably got your taxes back. I don't know, you know, when, if ever, they're going to send them stimmies out. But whenever they send man. them out, it better be for $2,000 too, Mr. Biden. Uh, give me them stimmies, man. Go buy one of them shirts. Thank you. They're not. They're not. They're not. So uh, you can find me, formerly known as the Essential Reek Havoc, uh, now the, the Nature Boy Reek Flair, Woo! the uh, the drunk texting, bicep flexing, ranting, chanting, Nature Boy Reek Flair. Uh, you can find me at Reek Havoc on, tw- on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, also check out the Havoc Hour, uh, Spotify, YouTube, and Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm working on some material for a new episode as we speak because got a lot of stuff I got to cover. Uh, but also, since we mentioned this earlier, uh, if you haven't already, check out our interview with Chris Bournet. I was just about directed, to get it. Yeah, yeah. Directed, produced Lady Wrestler, which centers around the first Black women to break into the pro wrestling game and main evented Boston Garden in the 1940s. 
talked talked a great deal about that. Did a lot of research on these women. It was a great interview. It's a great film. So especially if it's Black History Month, check that out. Check the film out. Check the interview out. It was great stuff. Yes, and uh, it, you know I don't know what platform you own, but that should play automatically after this. If you haven't heard it, just just stick with us the next few seconds. And it's going to transition right into that episode. Don't worry about it. You don't got to do much else. Check that out. Check out the Lady Wrestler doc on Prime. Uh, check out Young Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, check out all the episodes out. We got some other interviews. Got an interview out there with Culture Inc. Interview with Elijah Burke. You know who Elijah Burke is. Go check that out, man. It's all there at YKWrestling.com. Hey, man. You already know what it is. You already know how you're rocking. We are out of here. Come.